Hi, welcome to A Look Behind and Rewind. I'm your host, Tom Nielsen. Hey gang, did you ever go out and try to track down some important piece or part that you needed for a critical repair job around the house? Well, I had one of those experiences some time back. I'd removed one of those cheap fiberglass toilet seat covers, but in doing so, I accidentally damaged one of the bolts that was holding the seat to the main body of the porcelain toilet. It hadn't been touched in literally years and years, and so the plastic part was so brittle literally broke apart when I applied just a little bit of pressure to it with a pair of pliers. So then, the big challenge became finding a replacement bolt in order for me to finish putting the toilet seat back together again. <laughs> I think I'll call this adventure In, in Search, search of, of Toilet, toilet seat, seat Fasteners. Now, before you come to the conclusion that Tom Nielsen has now totally lost it, just bear in mind that I was only trying to follow in my old man's footsteps. He is quite a handyman around the house. He had more tools in his basement workshop than that character Toolman Tim. Remember him from that old TV show, Home Improvement? Well, my old man could certainly teach Tim Taylor a thing or two. Not only did he have the tools, but he also had a way of organizing everything so that if you ever needed a spare part or some random doohickey, he'd probably be able to find it for you in just a matter of minutes. His secret, of course, was a combination of smart storage systems as well as an incredible memory for where he stashed things away. So to the casual observer who might have wandered into his workshop, the place looked like a dark, impenetrable jungle of pieces and parts tools literally hanging everywhere you look, dangling from the ceiling, hidden away in drawers, carefully and lovingly placed into old cigar boxes. You get the picture. And one of his biggest innovations, his pride and joy, was a set of miniature shelves which held dozens and dozens of baby food jars. Yes, you heard that right. Baby food jars. At one point, he's seen an article in Popular Science magazine describing the perfect way to organize a collection of small, random hardware items like nuts, screws, bolts, miniature light bulbs for flashlights, tiny springs and gears, you name it. And so the solution that Popular Science came up with was sorting out all these miscellaneous items and putting them into small, see-through baby food jars that could be neatly stacked and arranged on a set of miniature shelves. Now, where did he get the baby food jars, you may ask? Well, since my kid brother had just recently graduated from baby food to solid food, and my parents never threw anything away, because someday they might just find a good use for it, we just so happened to have a huge collection of old baby food jars sitting up in the attic just waiting for a good use to come along. And now, he finally had one. Uh-huh. So the old man carefully and painstakingly sorted out all his screws, nails, bolts, pieces and parts, and other random items, and stowed them away in these individual jars. It was literally, I kid you not, a masterpiece of organization. The envy of the entire neighborhood, I tell you. If you ever needed a part, 
old man could put his finger on it faster than you could say Inspector Gadget. Whoa! But you know, all good things come to an end. Eventually, the old man reached a point where he no longer had this overwhelming obsession for organizing all the millions of nuts, bolts, screws, and washers into these tiny baby food jars. Plus, he was also running out of room. All those little jars were now filled to capacity. So he began just dumping random nuts and bolts into much bigger jars, all mixed up together and unsorted. And when I moved out to my first home, he gave me a very unique housewarming gift. One of those same giant glass jars of unsorted nuts and bolts. He said they would come in handy. Well, I'm sure they would. But first you'd have to pick through all the random pieces before you found the right nut or bolt that you were looking for. So I said, screw that. <laughs> Pun intended. I'll buy new nuts and bolts at the hardware store whenever I need them. And that way, I'll save a lot of time and frustration by zeroing in right away on the right size, length, diameter, thread size, or whatever. Well, that brings us back to the story at hand. My little tale of searching for toilet seat fasteners. Let me tell you folks, believe it or not, that seemed to turn into an impossible mission. <laughs> yeah, remember that show? Mr. Phelps getting his assignment from his dinky old tape recorder that always blew up at the very end of the message? Well, the very first thing that I did was go out to one of those famous national home center chains where they sold everything a home repair guy or do-it-yourselfer would ever need. Or so they claim. They have aisles and aisles of lumber, appliances, lamp fixtures, and light bulbs, you name it. But I'm sad to say, after walking all over this humongous store, when I finally made it to the plumbing aisle, I soon discovered that they only sold two varieties of toilet seat fasteners. One was too big, and the other was too small for my particular toilet seat. In other words, they didn't match at all. And I sure wasn't about to plunk down big dollars just to buy a whole new toilet seat. So what I did next was go to the local plumbing supply company, where the real professionals shop. You know, the guys with the honest-to-goodness butt crack, who you always see crawling around in your kitchen or bathroom as they try to wrestle a stubborn pipe into place. I figured, out of all the places I could go, that surely would be the one establishment where they'd have the exact match for my specific toilet seat fastener. Yeah! Well, when I walked in there, this really, really young guy behind the counter, totally wet behind the ears, took one look at my sample fastener, scratched his head, and gave me the most vacant stare I've ever seen. I could tell in an instant that he didn't have the foggiest idea of how to match my toilet seat fastener. So he went back into the stacks of merchandise and came out with a brown paper bag. He put it on the counter and explained that this was their collection of random pieces and parts that otherwise didn't have any proper classification. I tell you, it was the equivalent of my old man's large glass jar of unsorted nuts and bolts. No way to find the right part 
unless you spent hours looking through the hundreds of pieces. Uh-oh. So as this young kid began rummaging through his large paper bag of mystery objects, I realized that this was turning into a real lost cause. I thought back to those early days when I'd accompanied the old man to some of his favorite hardware stores in the New Jersey area, well-known institutions like Channel Lumber, Raquel, or even the small mom-and-pop hardware stores in my hometown. All of those places had one thing in common. If you couldn't find it yourself, there was always some helpful sales clerk around who really knew the merchandise and would be able to locate it in no time at all. Boy, do I miss those days. Compare that to some of the major chain stores today, where you're lucky if you even find a salesperson to help you, let alone somebody who actually knows the merchandise. Well, to make a long story short, I walked out of that plumbing supply store with nothing in hand. Nada. Zilch. But on my way out, a friendly customer there, also a do-it-yourselfer, saw my look of frustration, took pity on me, and told me to just go to a small mom-and-pop hardware store and buy whatever nuts or bolts would fit my particular toilet seat. Don't even try to match the original piece, he said. If you get the right thread size and it works, that's all you need. So I did. I picked up a couple of regular chrome-plated wing nuts at our local hardware store, and then I went home, screwed them onto the underside of the toilet seat, and voila! I had a working toilet seat once again! No more screwing around with dumb, know-nothing salespeople or big box stores that carry every gadget and gizmo imaginable except the one you need! Yeah. And the moral to that story, gang, is when it comes to pieces and parts, it's always the small pieces that make up the big picture. <laughs> or to put it another way, life is like a screw. Sometimes it just needs a little twist to find its way. Oh my. You've been listening to A Look Behind and Rewind. I'm Tom Nielsen. See you next time. Hi, this is Tom Nielsen. If you enjoyed this podcast, you're invited to hear more of our episodes at A Look Behind and Rewind. And feel free to share our link with friends, family, and others, as well as following us on buzzsprout.com, Apple, Pandora, or wherever you get your podcasts.